after all my years of living on this planet, on this earth that we call home, and of all, out of all the experiences I've had, I must say that this has been a very pleasant one. I must say that this has been one of those enduring and great achievements in my life to do this for you guys who are listening all over the world. To be able to just say that line, to be able to use that line all over the world. Because truly, truly, we are. And I can only pray and hope that we continue to expand and that we continue to inspire others, that we continue to spread love, that we continue to spread understanding, and that we continue to entertain. But I have to seriously thank all of you, Ireland, Russia, Germany, the UK, Canada, Brazil, Sweden, France, Australia, Austria, Portugal, Mexico, Iran, or Iran, Colombia, Romania, Malaysia, Greece, Singapore, Thailand, and of course the United States. I have to thank you because without any of you, without any of you in who, who, who tune in, you know, however frequently you do tune in, this show would not be where it is today. It would not be continually, continually, continually making my life better. Not by the money I make from this. Not by any, you know, sponsorships or anything like that I get. We have those, right? We, those, are, those are things we have. We have those. But I want you to know, first of all, I don't really make money from this show. It's, it's a rare thing, right? It takes a very long time to build up anything that is um, of worth. So this show, you can believe that I, um, and to give you an example, so you know, I currently have $4.28 sitting in my balance when it comes to the, the show and what I've made from sponsorships. That's from the last, like, from the beginning of the year up until now. In total of all time that I've been on this platform, which has been since 2019, I've made $50 in total. So you can imagine how much money I make from this show. So it hasn't been a substantial amount or anything I can pay my bills with. This show I've done because I love the people. And the people have shown love back to me and I've, you know, this show is my way of reciprocating that love because I continue, I continue to come on the show. I continue to, you know, try to provide quality content to you guys. I continue to try 
and give you some form of entertainment that you can absolutely enjoy. And I must say that this has probably been one of the most enduring achievements in my life um, that has been a big part of my life. This has gone on for, what, six years now? And I just have to thank you and thank you again and thank you again because, because of you. I have a reason to continue to do this because of you. I have inspiration and I have motivation to, you know, take care of this show and continue to treat it like it is, you know, my own, my, my child in a way, but the show reaching so many different people with as many different messages as I've, I've, that I've spoken about, I'm, I'm grateful that you guys choose to let me be a part of your daily process, weekly process, monthly process, whatever it may be, yearly even. Thankful that you lend me your ears for however long it may be, five minutes, one second. The whole show, no matter how long it is, it is sufficient, and I am well pleased by what you offer. I was listening to a lot of speeches before this. I, I had to kind of, because I'm going down the rabbit hole of history and you know, watching old TV shows and whatnot. And I came across, I came across a video um, of several speeches, uh, Winston Churchill's speeches, uh, one of Hitler, um, and then one of a lot of the uh, of the American presidents that we've had, um, starting from uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. All the way to 2008 with um, Barack Obama, and one and not just American presidents, but um, um, hold on, let me go back and actually see the title of the video. Because greatest recorded speeches in American history, um, and a lot of these like really do inspire you to think that man we 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 could have been something we still can be something there is still time to change there's always a chance you know it's not too late until you're dead when you're dead that's it we don't get a second chance but we uh, as, as an american i must say that watching these speeches was actually it was heartwarming because there was such hope. There was such passion. Nowadays, it's it's just pure, pure corruption. I know the real history of this country. I know I've gone through the, down the rabbit hole and studied a lot of things. And I know what goes on behind the scenes that a lot of people don't see. A lot of people don't know. I get that, right? But these speeches by some of these people who are actually genuine in there when they said these words, you know, I get it. These speeches were put together by ghostwriters and whatnot. And, you know, they have to... Not some not really memorize, but yeah, kind of memorize, I guess. Yeah, memorize for the for the sake of not stuttering over certain words and such. But some of these people spoke these words so passionately that you actually believe, like Martin Luther King, Jr. Um, his words and his speeches were genuine. Spoke with very, very fiery passion. A very fiery passion, and. You know, during that time, yeah, like you, 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 if you were for the right thing, 
you wouldn't be believing what he was saying because he spoke with such passion and such um, such power. And the the speech that was in this was the last speech he gave before he was assassinated. We there's there, I have a dream speeches in here, but there's an I've been to a mountain to the mountaintop speech in 1968, April 3rd, that he gave was the last speech that he gave. And you knew, and he knew he was going to die at this time. He knew that his time was going to be cut short because um, death threats had been so high. But there were other speeches in here from um, Ronald Reagan at the Berlin Wall, uh, things about the Gulf War, George Bush at 9-11. We have uh, speeches from JFK on his inaugural address and uh, the Berlin situation. So... But there were there were very significant speeches in here that really did impact a lot of people and that I feel like we really do. And especially Obama's speech at the time. Um, yeah, back in 2008, we we need as a people, as a people, as a whole world. I'm not just talking about this United States because this is I'm just talking about this because this is relevant to what I'm getting at. But as a whole world, as a whole people, we need to once again come together for the sake of truth, for the sake of every man's freedom, you know, because we've, we've been so, we've been divided and we've been fighting for so long. Like, aren't we tired of it? Aren't we exhausted? The generations upon generations that have bickered and argued and, and fought back and forth. Aren't we tired of it? Tired of carrying the burdens that our that our you know ancestors, our great 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 ancestors once once carried, actively. We're still feeling the effects of that stuff today, today to this day, because we talk about oh, it's 2020. Do this. It's 2020. This should be different. It's 2020. Well, it's 2021 or it's 2021. This shouldn't be. Well, instead of saying it, make the change. Too many people are just talking. It's just talk, 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 talk. And we don't actively do anything anymore. We just say stuff and hope it's going to change because nobody knows how to be proactive. This is why we study history. This is why so many of these, these, these weak-minded people out here are failing in their protests. I'm not saying everybody in a protest today is weak-minded, but there are certain weak-minded people out there. Some influencers out there. That incite change for a day incite change for a day and i'm going to say very strongly that blackout tuesday did nothing it did nothing i don't really get political on the show but it did nothing to help out anyone who is of my color did nothing i didn't feel i didn't feel helped I didn't see help. I didn't see any numbers change. I just saw a lot of black screens on social media. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's really going to send a message to Congress. Yeah, like they like any of them really check social media all that often. The only reason they go on social media is because they have to to reach some of this, some of us. But Blackout Tuesday, what did that really do? It didn't send a real message. I can post a black screen on my social media any day and call it Blackout Wednesday. 
Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I can do it for the whole month. Not going to mean a thing. Not sending a message to the social media uh, company. Facebook doesn't care. Twitter doesn't care. I didn't say Instagram because Facebook and Instagram are the one and the same. Um, Snapchat doesn't care. You're not doing anything. You're not making an effect. Go out. What happened to protests on Capitol Hill and actually getting there? People coming from all over, going there, marching there, making a difference here, sitting here, sitting there with a true purpose of making a change. Where are our leaders? Where are our new leaders that are supposed to be stepping up during this time? Where are our new uh, elected officials, future elected officials, I should say, that will one day be taking office and will take, be taking the place of these people? The problem is that we don't have enough young people, younger people, I should say, in, in Congress, in our, in our offices, in our presidencies. Our last few presidencies have been nothing but really old dudes. I don't know how old uh, Obama was, but... Or Bush was. Never mind. So I can't really speak on that. So bite me. But seriously. Well, last two presidents here in the States have been pretty freaking old. Pretty freaking old. Um, where is that fresh face? You know, JFK was, I believe, the youngest president to ever be elected. Correct me if I'm wrong. But where is that? Where is our youth? Our youth is so adamant about making a change, but yet again, nobody's getting into politics. Nobody's actually getting in a position where they can actually make that change. Because, and here's the thing, young people, you have the advantage. You have social media at your fingertips and you know how to manipulate. Shouldn't, okay, don't manipulate. The horrible thing, don't do that. But you know how to campaign yourself better than some of these guys who've been in a while, who've been in a while do. Because you don't necessarily need the money. Right. But there is a requirement for that to happen. Yes. Right. We understand that. And but you but for that, what you need signatures, you can get signatures. I know you can get signatures. I know you people can get signatures out there, but you can make that effort. You can make that effort and you can make that change. You just have to push. The problem is that a lot of people don't push hard enough. They push and they get a little push back and then they stop. They're like, oh, no, this is too much. This is more work than what I than what I wanted. But you have to keep pushing through because that's the only way you're really going to see true and proper change is if you keep being persistent, you keep being determined, you keep being motivated for a new world. I don't want my children to go through what I had to go through, to go through what my parents had to go through, to go through what my grandparents had to go through. Each generation should never have to go through what the previous one did. We should be learning from our mistakes and improving society as a whole, as a whole entire world, as a people, as a human species, we should be improving our societies. And whatever country we may be, we may be living in. And we should be pressing and pushing for better every day for everyone who may come across our borders, who may be born into our land, no matter what they look like, no matter where they came from, every man on this planet deserves a fair chance at life. And I want my kids to be able to walk around on the streets without worrying about getting shot, getting mugged, getting kidnapped, 
getting called, you know, some racial slur because they look slightly different than the person next to them. Because that's childish behavior. But we should be sick of that by now. Like it's it's been going on for for generations upon generations, thousands of years. It's been happening. Thousands of years. Such a violent and 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 unnecessary conflict. And it's times like that where, you know, I I must say, if there is no if there is no God, if there if there if there is no Jesus thing going on, we're all in big trouble because there is no hope. There is no hope in this world. And that's that's all I have to say about that. There is no hope. There is no chance that we will survive and that we will live to see a better day, a better life. There will just be chaos. And then it'll all fade to black at some point. But I keep holding on. And... There's no reason you shouldn't either, but you should be striving for change, striving for better, not just for yourself, but for every single person around you. Strive for better. Teach the newer generations, the younger generations about the old generations and what they went through. So that way they don't have to suffer because they know how to avoid those things, not just the good. Not just don't teach them about just the good things, but teach them about the bad things, the unsightly things that happened and vice versa, right? Don't teach them just about the bad, teach them about the good. See what came from this. See what changes came from this. You know, see what we've gained because of certain people stepping up in certain roles, not just in the sake of, you know, politics or race relations, but also in the sake of inventions. We wouldn't have computers today if they didn't start way back when testing and, you know, messing around with stuff. We wouldn't have cell phones right now if it went for, well, was it Alexander Graham Bell that has the, has gotten the claim for that, has gotten the credit for that? You know, the technologies and things like that we take advantage of nowadays. Well, we wouldn't have these things if it weren't for the first person to go back and mess around with these, mess around with these technologies and, and think about this. So teach them the good and the bad, the best and the worst. So we can know how to improve upon that. And not repeat ourselves. Because the repeating the repeating has been going on for thousands and thousands of years. Between war and peace, war and peace, war and peace. We keep going back and forth between war and peace, war and peace. Look through history, I promise you. You'll find that to be very true. One country doesn't like another. One people don't like another. Genocide is nothing new. Hitler was not the first thing to do. Not the first person to do it. Or will not be the last person to do it. If anybody ever heard about the, um, there's a, there was a, there was a movie called Hotel Rwanda. And I remember learning about the whole Rwanda situation. That's, that's genocide. That's, that's genocide going on, was going, at least was going on. I don't know if it's still going on, but it's something that has been happening. It was happening for a while but people against people. The genocide in Darfur. 
since February of 20, uh, sorry, of 2003. Yeah, the Rwandan genocide, 1994. Genocide is still happening. These, these atrocities are still occurring. If you think genocide was a one-time thing that Hitler did and it's never going to happen again, it's still happening to this day. This was not, it was not a one-time thing. And before that, there was a big commotion in Nanking due to the the Japanese Imperial Army, 1937. Ukrainian genocide, 1932. The Armenian genocide, that is a big one. That's a lot, that's one actually, that's one that a lot of people don't know about. 1915, and there because there was recent news about that a few years ago. Um, I don't know if it's a few years ago by this time. My, my, that whole freaking year just kind of blurred my, my, um, my perception of time. The Herrero genocide, 1904. Native American genocide, the indigenous people of this country. We all know about that. At least we should. But genocide is nothing new. Nothing new in history. absolutely nothing new still something that plagues our lands today but this is these are things we should be striving against and striving to defeat because i want a world of peace i want a world i want to see a world of just peace and harmony a world where people can just go down the street without what women where women don't have to clutch their purses or walk or you know walk to the other side of the street because they see somebody suspicious. Women should feel comfortable walking down the street. Purse in hand without it being clutched very tightly. I want people to be able to trust each other. Trust their fellow man, trust their fellow human without any thoughts of, "Oh hey, you might kill me because I look different from you." No matter what race that person is. Or no matter what gender that person is, women should feel uh, should feel safe. They shouldn't have to worry about going in nightclubs and things like that, or wherever they go, and having their drinks drugged. Women should be able to trust, you know, a, a friendly stranger. You know, and and get advice from them on where to go for directions without getting kidnapped, or beaten, or killed, or worse or or other things happening not going to say worse but there are atrocities still happening that that people claim that are so it's happened one time in history nope that's why and that's what's they're, that's what they're not teaching kids today they're not teaching kids about other genocides they're barely teaching kids about the holocaust there are other genocides that happened before that and there are other genocides that happened after that well after that atrocities of racism discrimination been happening for since we've been here since those two knuckleheads couldn't get it right we're suffering now but 
I must say that there is hope for tomorrow. There is hope as long as we continue to press forward. There is hope as long as we continue to believe that we can be better and that we can do better because we can and we will. But it's going to take all of us. It's going to take all of us and all of our efforts to make this right for tomorrow. Do it right today so we can be better for tomorrow. Hope you enjoy the rest of your day, your night, your evening, your morning, whenever you are listening to this. Remember that love is patient, and I will see you in the next episode.